Coming up on this episode of the Retirement Pathfinder, we got a good one for you. You probably have heard of Dave Ramsey before. He's very well known for his no-nonsense approach to personal finance. He talks a lot about budgeting, debt management, wealth building. Well, he's starting to gain more and more of an audience on TikTok to go along with his other media platforms, books, radio shows, and the like. But what we're going to do today is we're actually going to peel back some of the layers of this bite-sized TikTok advice he gives. We're going to share our thoughts with Barbara and Phil beyond the clips. That's coming up next. In order to retire successfully, you'll need vision. You'll also need a plan to execute that vision. Welcome to Retirement Pathfinder with Barbara Lane and Phil Gusky. On today's show, we'll give you the tools you need to navigate unique challenges you'll face in retirement. It's time to chart your financial future. Retirement Pathfinder starts now. Welcome in. Glad to have you on the Retirement Pathfinder. Barbara and Phil, welcome in. How are you guys today? Oh, we're doing just dandy. We're right uh, right dead in the middle of uh, hunting season right now, Ben, and uh, haven't seen too much activity at this point, but uh, we're, we've got our fingers crossed and we're hopeful. We're, we're, we're going to um, pray for you this year, Phil, that you get the big one. Okay? That's what I've been missing. Yeah, I didn't ask for prayer. Yeah. <laughs> we always have to get a farm update, so we'll be, we'll be anxiously awaiting the one with the big one. But anything else happening out there with you, Phil? Oh, yes, yes. Uh, last uh, episode, I, I gave you about a farm uh, challenge that I had was uh, was a tree shear that I was buying called a mini clip. And uh, I put that that dude on the on the tractor. And Ben, I was able to to do three days worth of work in about three hours. That's amazing. And, and yeah, yeah. And it worked great until it didn't. Um, <laughs> and then uh, so the problem with it is that you've got something called hydraulic hoses they can get tangled up or they can bump up against a tree or they get run over. You know, there's all kinds of things that happen. Yeah. Once you, once you slice through a hydraulic hose, uh, that's it. The thing shuts down, uh, not just the, the implement, but the entire tractor. So uh, we have that uh, in the shop right now that, that we're fixing. And um, hopefully we'll be back out there next week and, uh, and chop down a few more trees and, and get that work taken care of. But it seems to be working okay when it's working. Yeah, that's yeah, that's 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 looks like a very cool device. It is. It really is. That is time right. saver for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Always better to work uh, smarter, not harder. Right. That's exactly. Mm-hmm. It saved my back. My goodness, not I bad. can control that that cutter from the from the uh, the operator's platform, and uh, it's it's slick. It really is. So not endorsing the company, but it is a great great implement. That's awesome. Well, we're glad to have you on the show today. If you haven't joined us before. Well, welcome in. Glad that you're here with us. If you want to learn more about Barbara and Phil over at Pathfinder Wealth Management, you can always do so by logging on pathfinderadvisory.com. But if you want to schedule a time to meet with Barbara and Phil, let's go to pathfinderchat.com. You can pull up this their calendar, pick a time that works for you, and you'll be off and running. Now, today's show, we're talking about Dave Ramsey, which is normal, but we don't always talk about TikTok. Barbara and Phil, are you guys involved in TikTok at all? What's Some TikTok? Like, let's, let, let's, let's put it this way, very limited. Okay. Yeah. Very it's supposed well, to be a Chinese company, so I think we're staying away from it, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, there are some, kind of security, the... some security concerns out there. There's no question yes. about it. Yeah. yeah, It's one of the reasons why I've never hopped on it, that and the fact that there's a plethora of other social media platforms you can use. So it's just mm-hmm. one of the many different options out there. It's obviously much more popular sure. with the younger uh, demographic, but more and more people are utilizing. But the, the key point here is that with TikTok, you're able to kind of share short videos, short clips, uh, you know, bite-sized information. So 
we've seen that's more and more in the financial industry as well. And Dave Ramsey's really utilized it. So mm-hmm. what I want to do today is we're going to share some clips from TikTok. Um, we're going to actually play them and let you hear them as we go through this. But what I want to do is listen to them and then Barbara and Phil, we'll get your reaction to them and whether you agree, disagree, and just kind of adding your own spin on what's being said, because I think some of this is very valuable. Mm. So we'll start off here with TikTok number one. Don't invest in anything. You can't tell me how it works. And don't invest in something because you're excited. If your pulse rate's up, you're getting conned. All right. So that's the first one. Uh, I think it's really interesting. He exaggerates, I think, a little bit. But the point I think he's trying to get across is, you know, being careful with emotion and the danger that can can have in, in making decisions when you're when your pulse is up or when you're very emotional about something. Well, most of you who listen to our podcast on a recurring basis uh, have probably heard us criticize Dave Ramsey at certain points. You know, he doesn't hold any real financial certifications or licenses or practice financial planning as a practitioner. However, most of his advice is solid and can be validated. So he is correct when he says you should not be able to explain or you should be able to explain what you own. Now, we're not saying that you need to understand everything there is about your mutual fund, just like you couldn't explain everything there is going on underneath the hood of your car, right? You don't need to find out, you know, who the manager is, how long they've been married, who their kids are, (laughs) uh, you know, how long the fund's been in business, uh, you know, what amount of cash bonds or stocks are held at any one time and what's changing on a daily basis. It's impossible to find that information out. But there is a there are some general uh, things that you need to understand. And one would be objectives. What are the objective of the mutual fund or the investment you're holding? Whether it holds growth funds or value funds, whether large companies or small companies. Why? Because these all make a difference in terms of how you're allocated. We don't want to be overly technical here, but you want to make sure that you're diversified in your portfolio so you're not overweight in any one asset class. Also, Ramsey offers some really good advice by saying don't invest in something because you are excited about it. And this is really important because people make decisions based on emotions. For the most part, they hear what's going on. They don't want to be the last one to the party kind of a thing. And then then they justify it on logic. So to give you an example is the dot-com craze of the 1990s. Ben, I know you weren't around at that time, but uh, (laughs) they had something called the dot-com craze at that point where technology companies were just booming like you couldn't believe. In fact, uh, some of my clients came to me and said, Phil, let's go to some of these hot technology companies because, you know, they're giving 100% returns per year they were i remember yeah yeah you're only showing a measly 10 to 12 percent like let's get with the program right (laughs) well i think we all know what happened uh the dot-com bubble burst in 2000 to 2002 and it took probably 10 years or longer for clients to recoup their original money if at all the next example was real estate and so in the mid-2000s the real estate boom was going on it was another emotionally driven buying frenzy era uh, people shifted their entire portfolios to real estate. Why? Well, as one of my farmer friends would say, they ain't making no new land, hmm. right? And so there's only so much of it out there. And so you better get with the program. The problem was massive fraud in how existing real estate holdings were reported. And the public wasn't getting the right idea or getting the true picture of, of what their returns were or what the uh, the downsides were. So many consumers didn't know even what an increasing rate in mortgage was. So when the rates went up, guess what? They couldn't afford it anymore. Yeah. Well, you know, they didn't understand that versus a fixed rate mortgage. And so massive foreclosures occurred and it led to what we call the Great Recession today. 
So lastly is the crypto, I want to, I want to call it cryptocurrency, but it's <laughs> cryptocurrency craze. <laughs> and that's an easy one to point out because it's been the most recent. Uh, but those who got in early really were the big winners on these, on these particular cryptocurrencies. I still can't explain to you how they work or what the underlying value is. Ben, maybe you know. I, <laughs> I have no clue. But, um, you know, if you were sucked into the Bitcoin craze at the start, uh, that's fine. But most people are getting in at 64000 you know that's what the uh, what the rate was. Or, yeah, the price per share was back in November 2021. Oh my gosh, we better get on the boat before it sails away, kind of a thing, right? Well, today you hold it at twenty seven thousand. It was a fifty eight percent drop in just two years. So really, there's something in our nature that compels us to buy now while you can. In fact, you know, nearly every product offered on the internet has a conditional statement such as. For the next 10 minutes, this product will be offered at a low, low oh, yeah. price. Yep. But after that, it doubles. <laughs> so we all want a good deal, right? But never, ever, ever buy investments or products under the FOMO, F-O-M-O, which stands for fear of missing out, basically, yep. is what it means. Fear of missing out. That's the, that's the advice that... Uh, Ramsey gives, and I think we go with it. What do you think, Barb? Yeah, I do. You know, it is true. People invest out of fear or greed, you know, fear yep. that they're going to miss out or greed where there's that, there's more, you know, but you have to protect yourself and, and consider the long-term aspects and ask yourself some questions. I would say like, you know, is this going to be popular in 20 years? You know, what's the track record of this investment? Have I done, have I done, not no one or my friends, but have yep. I done yep. the research, you know, and what's the worst case scenario, but goes belly up. You know the stock market is unpredictable, but did you know that that volatility can wreak havoc on your retirement savings if you're not prepared? Don't leave your future to chance. Let Pathfinder Wealth Management help you navigate these turbulent waters. With over 70 years of combined experience and a fiduciary responsibility since 1996, they have the expertise to guide you through market ups and downs. Barbara Lane and Phil Gusky are dedicated to educating clients and empowering you to make informed decisions. To get in touch, book a 15-minute chat with them today by visiting pathfinderchat.com and take control of your retirement plan. Don't let market volatility derail your future. Visit pathfinderchat.com or visit the link in the description of today's show. Here's our second clip from Dave Ramsey. Do not jump in and out of investments based on what you hear on the news, ever. All right, so we, we talked about this before, right? You can't make your decisions based on what's on the news. They Their role is to entertain us, right? They're not necessarily there to inform us. So I think you probably agree with what he's saying here. Absolutely. This is another good one for sure. Well, you know, first of all, the news headlines, that's right, Ben. They don't care about you being a successful investor. They're there to sell you something, whether it's get in now so you don't miss out or it's doom and gloom and the sky is falling. You know, the underlying message is always, you just said it, Phil, mm. always creating a sense of urgency. You know, act now or you'll miss this great stock price or act now or you lose all your IRA money. Studies have shown that jumping in and out of investments is never a good strategy. We've often talked on our podcast about Delbar Research. Mm -hmm. We reference that often. Uh, Delbar Research is it's called it's a quantitative analysis of investor behavior. That's a study they do every year for the last thirty some years. And the S and P five hundred has produced a nine point six five percent annualized total return in the thirty year period ending two thousand twenty two. Well, the average investor only managed a six point eight percent return. Mm. It's almost a three-point difference. 
Well, hmm. what they what Delbar found is that the a the average investor is buying and selling about every three years. The average investor will look for mutual funds based on track record yes, performance. Right. You know, so if you're one of those and there's no need to look at average returns, if this is you buying and selling every three years, because when you choose a fund, you are not there. You're not there long enough to capture the average return of that fund. So how do we help with long-term planning and prevent all these knee-jerk reactions? Well, as advisors, we take the academic approach to investing. And that means over 70 years of research by leading academics and Nobel Prize winners in economic sciences. There's a specific design to portfolios designed this way. You essentially have exposure to the whole stock market, both U.S. and international, and then design in such a way to maximize returns and minimize risk. We're not stock pickers or market timers or track record investors, but we have the portfolio designed for each client. And then we'll take, that's going to take you through down markets, mm -hmm. through retirement, through the end of life. And the only changes we make are rebalancing in both up and down markets. So give us a call. There's so much information out there, but don't fall prey to it. Seek out a fiduciary. Uh, you can give us a call or re reach out to us at Pathfinder Chat. Dot com and our calendar pops up. Schedule a 15-minute phone call, which is complimentary. Again, that's pathfinderchat.com. Yeah, there's also another reason why you have to be very careful, Barb, uh, especially when you're listening to the financial news networks, because they're often going to have guests on there that will give commentary about certain positions, stocks, bonds, and so forth. Well, they're supposed to really disclose whether they hold positions in those, those companies, right? Right. Mm -hmm. That's the law. But do they always do so? Well, not sure. Well, we've known that uh, people that make commentary on the news can often move mar often move markets one way or another, right? Kramer yeah. is one example. Kramer, and so, sure. right. So we have to be careful there when you listen to it. Don't get in and out of the market based on the news uh, because uh, there might be somebody manipulating those particular stocks and you may not be aware of it. Yeah, yeah, one one way or another to drive the price up, or you know, like if uh, they say they, say they have current holdings of these these particular stocks, well, if they can drive enough uh, investors to buy that when they're in a, they're in a bad position, they're in a down position, well, then that's going to drive the market. Well, that's too. right. Or else, if they want if they want to sell it short, then yeah. they get bad news, right? And so uh, that's the other side of this particular equation. So be careful. And uh, whatever happens, uh, you know, out there on a daily basis, please don't make decisions short term. Yes. Yeah, Great advice to follow there. All right. So that's two TikToks. we got a couple more left here as we're listening to some of Dave Ramsey's uh, TikTok advice, whether you're on TikTok or not. doesn't matter. We'll play it for you here. Here's the third clip we want to discuss. If you're not careful, you make short-term decisions which keep you in a short-term situation. If you make long-term decisions, they're almost always painful now and awesome later. All right, Phil, so you talked about the short-term decisions, right? I mean, that's kind of the bottom line mm -hmm. here. It's, it's, you got to be careful. And, and a lot of this process is, is looking at this long-term, it's always going to be easier to make decisions in the moment, but if you're able to stay disciplined, it pays off. Well, yeah. In, in fact, let's, let's talk about the first part of his statement here, Ben, if you are not careful, you make short-term decisions, which keep you in a short-term situation. So, you know, the idea is that you can never get out of the turnstile. And uh, so you're, you're constantly trying to catch up. So many are trapped into what they call impulse buying, which is you know probably the best example of uh, of impulse buying would be your home shoppers network. And I, I'm probably going to get in trouble by mentioning this thing, Barb. You know, but uh, not by me. Facts are facts. I mean, they made 3.6 billion dollars last year, and uh, it wasn't by discerning uh, shoppers that are going store to store, right? Isn't that <clears> amazing so, if you think about that? Because when you're watching that, there's nothing you need. 
No. So that's quite the marketing. That's right. Well, can I get by without this product is really the question. And, yeah. and the answer is yes, you could. Uh, but, you know, impulse buying can be as addictive as gambling. So, okay, let's go to a, a probably a, an example that's closer to home that's probably more realistic uh, for many, many people. And and here we have an example of the newlyweds, uh, Bob and Mary. Uh, they're excited because Bob was just told that he would be given a big Christmas bonus. So since they never really got a honeymoon, what they do is they decide that they want to go on a one-week Caribbean cruise. Uh, who could fault them for that? Gosh, never had a honeymoon, and all of a sudden they get this big Christmas bonus that's going to be coming their way, right? Hasn't arrived yet. but So the price tag on the, on the cruise is $5,500, uh, which can be covered when the bonus comes in. So they decide to put uh, the uh, expense on a credit card just temporarily. Sure, it's 21%, but they're not worried about it because they're going to pay it off when that bonus comes in, right? Well, uh, Ben, have you ever heard the uh, or, or seen the movie uh, uh, Christmas Vacation? Yeah, I love that. That's what thinking of the final yeah. scene. Chevy there, Chase. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so here's Clark, Clark Griswold, right? And uh, and so he's expecting a bonus to come in. I think he what did he do? Build a swimming pool or something yeah. like that? Yeah. Yeah. So so the bonus doesn't come in, but he does get the turkey instead, <laughs> right? The jelly well, of the month he, club, right? <laughs> what's that? The jelly of the month club. <laughs> that's his right. <laughs> yeah well you know uh bob and mary aren't even that lucky i mean what happened here is that uh you know they didn't know that they weren't going to get this bonus but the worst of it is a month after they get back from uh from their honeymoon uh bob gets laid off so mm -hmm. here they have this fifty five hundred dollar trip they have on the credit card but bob tells mary no problem mary you know we'll just go ahead and make minimum payments because we're kind of stretched on our budget and so, uh, you know, we can handle this. Not a problem. Well, they start making $50 a month minimum payments on this particular credit card. At the end of one year, instead of having $5,500 uh, minus the principal payment, guess what they have? $6,100. Yeah, $6,100. After year two, okay, $6,800. After year five, $10,300. And after year 10, $24,000. And that's after they they paid $6,000 through the minimal charges. Mm. And that's that's yeah. incredible. The fact of the matter is that if they keep on making minimal charges or minimal payments, they're never going to uh, pay off this particular loan on that credit card because the interest is piling up quicker than they can pay it off. And you say, well, Phil, nobody would be that foolish. Well, I did a lot of budget counseling years ago, and I'll tell you what. Families were putting all their expenses on credit cards, you know, because they were in between jobs or whatever. Okay, emergencies come up. And so they started paying the minimums. And I was routinely seeing credit card balances of $50,000 to $100,000 in credit card uh, debt. Yeah. And so, and that's what makes Dave Ramsey so effective, you know, in what he's doing. Well, the late Larry uh, Burkett, who was, uh, uh, Dave Ramsey's predecessor, had a hard, fast rule for buying uh, on credit. He says this, pay cash as you go, and if you can't pay, you don't go. That's oh. what our grandparents did. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Pay cash as you go, and if you can't pay, you don't go. And that brings us to the second part of the statement, which is, if you make long-term decisions, they are almost always painful now, but awesome later. And that's employing the principle of delayed gratification, which is resisting an impulse to take an immediate reward right now so that you can obtain a more valuable reward later. So in our example of Bob and Mary, instead of uh, going on that cruise, if they had taken that $5,500 plus all the interest accumulated, okay, and they invested that money in a well-diversified fund, 
by the time they're they're 65 years of age, guess what they'd have? $531,000. Mm-hmm. Now that's compound interest working. Yeah, $531,000. You know, that's on $30,000. So that's compound interest working for you instead of against you. So Barb, here's the deal. I give you $30,000 or you give me $30,000. How about that? You give me $30,000. You give me $530,000. i will give you $531,000. How's that sound? Is that a pretty good (laughs) even swap? Okay. Well, that's that's the awesome part of delayed gratification. It's putting off uh, what you you know, get as a, as a temporary reward now for a bigger, awesome reward later on. And Dave is exactly right. Yeah. I have had clients too, Phil, that I've met with and, you know, that have, uh, that have saved a considerable amount of money, invested it for their retirement. And they've told me that they, you know, they had to sacrifice and they worked hard to do that. You know, it didn't right. come easy. So, um, but you know, when it comes to uh, spending plans in retirement, they're one of the most important aspects because if you, if you make a mistake, you know, if you think about it, if you make a mistake, you only get one retirement mm-hmm. and you can't make up for that with a paycheck. There are no more paychecks in, unless or go you go back, back to, to work. work. Yeah. Yep. Do you have a written retirement plan? If not, you're not alone. Many people put off planning for their future thinking they have plenty of time. But the truth is time flies and it's never too early to start planning for your retirement. Pathfinder Wealth Management can help. Their team of experts, including Barbara Lane and Phil Gusky, who you hear on the show, can guide you through the planning process and save you valuable time. And with their commitment to education, you'll learn how to set yourself up for success. Book a 15-minute chat with them today by visiting pathfinderchat.com. Don't procrastinate any longer. Your retirement is too important to leave to chance. Visit pathfinderchat.com or check the link in the description of today's show. All right, let's let's close out with this one. I like this one a lot. Um, mm-hmm. This final TikTok from Dave Ramsey. Listen to this. People that retire wealthy, it wasn't an accident. They didn't get to wealth. They get to retirement and go, how happen where'd that come from i know exactly where that money came from so you know, i think there there's always there's like this perception now i think for a lot of people like if you have money you're a bad guy right and i think you know these pe- people that make it to retirement and were able to retire wealthy and have that financial freedom they desire sure there's some people maybe that were kind of given money or, or born into it but for the majority of people they've worked really hard for this and sacrificed a lot to get to this point it wasn't an accident Right. You know, and most are self-made, you know, so as I mentioned too, it's just, it's people, it's their saving habits, but you know, the wealthy have smart financial habits. So, you know, and I'm looking at some of this and know some that, you know, they avoid debt they have emergency funds. And as a general rule, they say that you should save at least 20% of your income each month, including your savings account, emergency fund, retirement funds, investments. They take advantage of everything their employer has to offer such as an employer retirement match. So if you are a listener out here saving for your retirement and a 401k or a 403b, any type of a plan like that, you want to at least contribute up to the match. Otherwise, you're leaving money on the table. Uh, but they also you know, make sure that they uh, participate in HSA accounts and employee stock purchase plans if those are available. Uh, this is interesting. They don't keep up with the Joneses. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's not that's not important to them. They utilize tax deductions. They look for income streams. They seek advice. That was important. You know, they're not they're not uh, they may be wealthy, but they're not going on their own advice. Only they seek advice. So what should you do as a listener? Well, contribute to your 401k plan, at least up to the match. Uh, continue to increase your contributions with raises. If your income and expenses will support it, get to where you can contribute the maximum each year. When you're done contributing to that, you can contribute to a Roth IRA. 
And there are income limits, but you can contribute to a Roth for yourself as the worker and even a spouse that is not working. Uh, contribute to a taxable investment account. And check your statements once every quarter and definitely once a year and adjust those numbers accordingly, meeting your expenses. You know, is there a car payment that you're done with? You know, mortgage balances and, you know, you have you depleted your emergency fund? If so, make sure you have adequate money in there to prevent you from using a credit card. You know, to wrap it up, I would say have a focus on money. You know, wealthy people talk about money and how to make money. You know, so have a focus on money, both saving and investing and what you're spending. Spending is the biggest detriment of discretionary spending. You know, where is your money going uh, beyond your bills, beyond your expenses? And you can keep track of that on many great programs. I've been using Quicken for over 30 years. But it's, it's all the little things that you do with a conscious thought of staying debt-free and investing your hard-earned money. Uh, it's never about how much you make, but how much you keep. So I think all these questions from Dave are very good, and I know he can be controversial with his answers, but what we discussed today from his TikTok advice is spot on. Yeah, I would just add to that, uh, Barb, that really um, I think the people that retire, you know, at, at wealthy, uh, when they, whenever they retire, whether it's 65 or younger, is they got, they got lucky. That's what you hear, yes. They got lucky. Exactly. Well, see, they got lucky that they delayed gratification, right? Yeah. They got lucky that they had a plan in place. Sure. And they got lucky that they paid themselves first. Right. So they really did get lucky. What they did is they took the knowledge they had and they executed the plan. There you go. Yeah. It might look lucky on the outside, but uh, if you lived it throughout your lifetime, you know, there's, it's not luck. It's a plan. It's right. a process. It's sacrifice. So I got a great message to kind of close things out with there. So hope you enjoyed this style of, uh, of, of show today. I think it's fun to kind of listen to what other people are saying, but also, you know, apply your wisdom, Barbara and Phil to that. And there are some good concepts and good ideas here that, that I know you agree with, but it's fun kind of mm -hmm. talking through this. So appreciate you guys both doing that. If you have questions for Barbara and Phil, you can always call 815-399-9806. Again, 815-399-9806 or schedule a meeting with Barbara and Phil by visiting Pathfinder Chat. Com. All right, we will get out of here on that note. Thank you for listening. Barbara and Phil, thanks for your time. Hope you both have a good week. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. You too. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.